0: What is up, food marketing people? This is Alex Osterley, and thanks for tuning into the podcast. We're changing pace just a little bit today, talking about the advances in marketing technology and automation. So marketers barely have time to get their own work done as it is, let alone spend time researching the latest and greatest advancements in marketing tech, which is exactly why we reached out to Andrew Barella, Director of Business Development for ZenReach, to come on the show today. So ZenReach is a super interesting company, and they are working to quantify the foot traffic that comes as a result from your digital marketing efforts. And they've received some pretty substantial investments lately, and after listening to this interview, I think you're going to understand why. So joining us from San Francisco, let's go chat with Andrew. Welcome to the Food Marketing Nerds podcast, where we talk marketing, branding, and social media with the smartest minds in the business. Here's your host, Alex Osterley. Andrew, welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm uh, excited to be here. Appreciate you having me on. So, can you tell our guests just a little bit about your background, and then and then we'll get into a bit more about Zenreach.
1: Certainly. So. uh Spent a number of years working at Safeway, the grocery chain's corporate headquarters in a variety of capacities that started out on the strategy team, kind of looking at a holistic approach of where we could add value in the stores, and then moved over to the marketing side where I actually focused a lot more on kind of consumer demand and working with our CPG partners to figure out ways that we could do more business together. So really enjoyed my experience there. Wanted to get into the technology, so uh, moved over to a company that worked in the Wi-Fi analytics space for a number of years. So on and working with restaurants, retailers, shopping centers, trying to help them understand the way that their customers interact in their physical locations and then join the EnReach team to kind of help build out the uh, partnerships and channel distribution
0: model here. One of the big challenges of brick and mortar stores that they're facing is that, that measurement of of all this digital and uh, social media, all the, all the different platforms that are emerging and are extremely valuable tools, but it's just so tough to measure foot traffic. And so I wanted to to have somebody on the show like yourself who could kind of speak to that. Could you give a little bit of background about ZenReach and uh, and really what it is that you guys do? Certainly.
1: So, at core ZenReach is a Wi-Fi powered marketing automation and consumer engagement platform. Our goal is really to help our customers start to monetize their guest Wi-Fi. Primarily, Wi-Fi is kind of viewed by brick-and-mortar locations as an IT infrastructure cost. That's not necessarily something that's driving a tremendous amount of value for the business, but is an amenity that guests have come to expect within the physical locations. And so our goal is really to take that view of it being an infrastructure cost and kind of flip it on its head and turn it into something that is really viewed as a, a value driver for the business. And so what we end up doing is helping our customers collect information from their customers, contact details so that they can more effectively engage with them via the Wi-Fi, and enable them to create automated messaging through our platform that's sent to their customers based upon how often they visit, with the idea being that ultimately customers want to be engaged with in a way that is relevant to their visit behavior. And so Within our system, merchants can kind of set up these automated messages that are crafted with that cohort in mind and ultimately delivered on behalf of the business automatically. And the final piece is really helping our customers understand how effective those marketing messages are at driving traffic to locations. To your point, historically, in brick-and-mortar locations, it's been extremely difficult to actually understand the effectiveness of their digital campaigns. And so... Leveraging what we refer to as the walkthrough rate, we can actually help our customers understand of the people that we're engaged with, how many of those people came walking back into the business within seven days or closed the loop between that online marketing and that offline visit.
0: And so is the, is the tracking done mainly through email or how does that all work? So essentially,
1: customers authenticate into the Wi-Fi network or log into the Wi-Fi network using either their email address, a social media account if they choose to do that, or a mobile phone number and uh, we're able to make a connection there with the device that they're using to log in, which allows us to really understand the way that people are interacting over time. So as people have visited previously and visited in the future, we're able to understand how often those people are showing up, which enables obviously our customers to kind of curate specific messaging to their customer base based upon
0: those visits. If someone is uh, receiving a digital campaign, was it through Facebook, whether it, it's through an email, You guys are able to tie that into directly to foot traffic. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. Our primary mode of communication today is through email. We're experimenting with SMS, marketing, potentially, obviously, kind of moving into social in the future. But the primary mode of communication today is through email. And we're able to, obviously, create attribution when an email has been sent and actually kind of show our customers of the people that a message was sent to who actually came walking back into the doors of that business.
0: And so is that... Somebody logs into Wi-Fi, they want to do some browsing while they're in the in the restaurant, in the store, and they go back, they end up submitting their email. They receive an email two weeks later, and then they, they come back into the store. Do they have to log back into Wi-Fi, or how does that work?
1: No, they don't have to log back in. So um, it's important to note that uh, when someone logs into Wi-Fi, their terms and conditions, they would accept those terms and conditions, kind of opt into the marketing messaging. When that person comes back to the location, they'll automatically be reauthenticated to the network because we will be able to recognize their device. It's kind of how like when you're kind of moving around, you notice that your phone asks you if you want to connect to these five networks. Your phone and Wi-Fi are kind of always talking to one another. And so when someone's logged in at one of our merchant businesses that first time, every subsequent visit after that, they'll automatically log back in, which allows us to understand that that person's back in the business.
0: Oh, That's kind of creepy, but awesome for marketers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that just within all the terms and conditions that you're being tracked wherever you go into Wi-Fi, basically, it sounds like.
1: We're able to understand, obviously, what happens within that specific business. So the idea, obviously, is that as a consumer opting in to receive these messages because you want to receive the messages, consumers have the ability to opt out of the email marketing should they kind of choose to want to remove themselves. It's interesting to note, though, that kind of the scale of opt-out rates, our opt-out rates are, in terms of the unsubscribes and the email messages, are under 1%. And I think the reason that that's the case is people are typically logging into the Wi-Fi and kind of signing up for the service at businesses that they want to hear from. And when they're receiving messages from these businesses, again, because they're kind of relevant and contextualized based upon how often they visit, and they actually kind of look forward to the messages. And a lot of our merchants are actually rewarding customers for the repeat visit. So if you think about it, you know, the first time someone logs on, they might be greeted with a message that says, Hey, Alex, thanks for coming in. We really appreciate your business. We'd love to hear some feedback from you. Click here and fill out a survey and let us know how we did, which I think people appreciate. And then on the second visit, it might be, hey, Alex, we really appreciate you coming back in. Um, we know you have a lot of choices, so we appreciate you choosing us as your destination. And then maybe on you know, your fifth or your tenth visit, they'll actually reward you with a coupon huh. um, and say, here's a, here's a free free drink on us. So, again, I think the fact that our messaging is relevant and personalized really drives a lot of interest and engagement from the end customer.
0: And so with your background working in marketing with, uh, with Safeway's corporate office, are you able to communicate the benefit better, just knowing the the difficulty of gauging the effectiveness of, of certain digital campaigns? Yeah. I mean, I think um,
1: the primary mode of uh, measuring success within a brick-and-mortar location historically has been understanding if the raw traffic count has increased or decreased. And as the world of retail involves more and more CPGs and retailers and restaurants are focused on creating a personalized experience for their guests, one that obviously is relevant to them. And without actually knowing who that person is that's shopping with you, it's almost impossible to do that, right? And so online, you've got all this information about who that individual is and, and curate this really personalized experience for them. But it's hard to attribute whether or not that drives traffic into your location. You know, if you think about it, right, the majority, the vast majority of people are are kind of doing research online and spending their time online, but over 95% of the commerce in the U.S. still happens in physical locations. And so there's really a disconnect between those two worlds, and bridges need to be made to kind of connect those two worlds, and that's what we're aiming to do
0: here. And so it's it's a really interesting technology, and you guys have secured some pretty large investments over the past few years and have gotten some significant board members that have joined. So you guys are starting to really build some awareness and uh, capture some attention of of, uh, some big players.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, for us, uh, the customers that work with us are seeing a ton of benefit from our solution. Obviously, the idea of providing that amenity that customers are looking for in Wi-Fi, that's kind of step one. And it's really, really easy to get signed up with our solution. You know, we'll ship you essentially a box that's plug and play. You plug it in, you get on the phone with one of our specialists that are really seasoned pros as it relates to you know setting up these relevant campaigns and making sure that you've got the right contextual marketing messages built into the platform to let it run itself. And then ultimately, if you think about, you know, our solution, a lot of our customers kind of view our, our technology as their hardest working, most accountable marketing employee who just happens to work 24 seven, 365 days a year mm-hmm. um, in the background, right? And so for a small business, the majority of our customers are small businesses that don't necessarily have the bandwidth to be spending on building out robust marketing campaigns, our solution really eases a pain point for them and allows them to be very strategic with their marketing but not have to spend a tremendous amount of time putting together those campaigns.
0: Hmm. And so do you guys have any case studies of the effectiveness of one of your service and, and maybe the value of, of what capturing an email means to a, a small business or just any business?
1: Yeah, there's you know there are numbers that are thrown out there such as, like for each email that's captured, that's worth you know anywhere from ten to twenty-five dollars, depending on who you're talking to, uh, for a business, right? There's inherent value in capturing an email address and being able to communicate with your customers. And you know, our solution—if you look at kind of uh, what our customers were doing in terms of collection pre-deploying Zenreach and what they're doing post-deploying Zenreach—we're seeing that most of our our partners are actually gathering five times the amount of email addresses by leveraging our solution. Um, There's really no elegant way to request an email address. A lot of these companies have been collecting business cards in a fishbowl that sits on their counter or, you know, manually inputting the email addresses that are captured from their customers into a system. And again, our solution obviously makes that a lot more seamless. And then obviously, you know, with the automation and being able to close the loop between messaging that's being sent out and people visiting the location, we can actually show the business within our dashboard how much incremental revenue is driven by our product. And I think that's a really powerful tool, right? If you're a small business owner who is investing in a solution and you want to make sure that it's, it's driving value for you, you know, if you log into our, our platform, the first page you're going to see is going to show you that revenue that was driven by our solution. And that kind of works across the board, right? Being able to really prove to the marketing teams the effectiveness of their campaigns and, and build out a much more tangible ROI on their digital efforts, I think is where we start to really drive value.
0: That, that all makes sense. I'm just trying to make the connection between how you're able to aggregate the transactional data with, to associate the, the different, the foot traffic with, with a certain transaction. Yeah.
1: So, um, with hospitality customers, you know, the majority of them, I say hospitality, restaurants and bars, I mean, even grocery to some extent, right. They're going to know what their average order price is. And so you can obviously take the traffic that's driven by our solution and multiply that by the average order price to calculate the incremental revenue. But another interesting thing that we've done to really tie that one-to-one attribution and start to, I think, really fill out that full funnel is we've formed relationships with POS companies where we can integrate our solution with theirs and ultimately show that we marketed to this specific person, that person showed up at the business, that person purchased something, and this is how much they purchased. And so, you know, as we evolve, we'll continue to do those integrations with the point-of-sale companies.
0: That's really interesting and so valuable, especially with the the new capabilities of Facebook that are coming out, where they're starting to monitor and trying to connect, make the connection between the ads that you see and and the foot traffic.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think you know that's uh it's really the marketing holy grail, right? Which is, you know, I I advertise to you in the digital world, and then I'm able to prove to you that that impacted your decisions in the physical world. I and mean, that's a big gap that you know we we think we can
0: fill. Just out of curiosity, when somebody goes into a store and say they. Forgot to switch their phone off airplane mode for some reason, does it still capture that person's visit?
1: We're only capturing when someone actually logs into the Wi-Fi. We strictly work with opt-in data when someone has actually went through the captive portal and provided their information. That's the type of information that we provide. There are solutions out there that will aggregate all of that passive information and provide analytics back to customers. That's not a a solution that we provide.
0: ZenReach is an incredible platform, and I've told so many people about it just because it's just such a great example of... Look at the capabilities and where marketing is going, and you have to be starting to do some research into what's out there. This solution, for example, is just an incredible automation opportunity that saves so much time for for business owners, whether they're large or small, whether it's an enterprise solution or a small business. Is there anything else having been entrenched in the industry that is emerging that's caught your eye lately?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the evolution of the point of sales into more of a cloud solution that enables a server at the restaurant to walk up to the table with an iPad and ultimately take orders directly from the iPad, run the credit card through that reader that's, on, that's connected to the iPad and ultimately have a very seamless experience that doesn't require my credit card disappearing for 10 to 15 minutes. Um, I've seen a lot of those types of solutions pop up. And I think obviously the underlying technology there that's uh, reliant is, is something that we're obviously big fans of, which is Wi-Fi. So I've seen a lot of that. And I think a lot of the you know, the loyalty apps that kind of just run off your credit card. So you don't necessarily have to enter in a, a loyalty card number or potentially provide a physical card to the merchant is, is also very interesting. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. There's a very crowded space. And I think you've seen the evolution from, you know, traditional retail analytics, which have moved and started with kind of your traffic count, right? Just understanding how many people walked into the location, which enabled you to create a conversion to more advanced kind of Traffic analytics, where you know, there might be multiple cameras around a location that are that are looking at the hot spots and then dead zones in a location, and you know helping marketing teams optimize the merchandising or the layout of a location. And it's it's going to be really interesting to see how the the industry evolves over time.
0: Again, back to your experience trying to increase the the sales volume of these different CBG products within a Safeway. Is there use, or do you foresee there being use for a CPG company to somehow integrate with Zenreach, or is it more the brick and mortar store owner?
1: No, I think there will be a ton of use for CPGs. As I think about what I always discuss with my CPG partners in uh, my past life, which was how do we understand and impact decisions that are being made at the point of purchase? So, you know, if I'm, you know, if I'm Nestle and I'm competing with the white waves of the world. I might want to be able to understand that one of my consumers is walking past my items right now and ultimately deliver them in real time a message or an offer that helps to impact their decision on whether or not they're going to buy my product or my competitor's product. And so as a CPG, being able to understand who is in the physical location and then ultimately provide a very personalized offer to them to try to incentivize that behavior while they're in the physical store, I think that's hugely impactful. And I think kind of the future of brick and mortar retail will be, you know, working a partnership between the physical location, which obviously is going to house the infrastructure and then the brands or the CPGs that work with those companies and sell through those companies and being able to empower them to ultimately deliver a message or an offer to the customer as they're walking down the cereal aisle, right? Those types of things are really
0: interesting. Hmm. Again, being in the industry, I'm sure you've got certain publications that, that you're more in tune to than, say, the average restaurant or CPG marketer. Where do you normally get your tech news, and what are some credible sources that, that you typically key in on?
1: Technology-wise, it's always tech crunch, but um, in terms of kind of the restaurant and retail world, it's always the National Restaurant Association, the National Retail Federation. Keep an eye on companies like Foodable. There's a lot of interesting publications out there. Street Sight is a, an interesting online publication that does a lot of work in the retail world. And then, just generally, I find that setting up Google or some specific types of things that I'm interested in really surface up some of the uh, the more niche publications that potentially have a lot more insight into things than some of the bigger guys.
0: Well, Andrew, I really appreciate your time and and uh, you kind of elaborating a little further on on what Zenreach does and and what's available to people who are looking to really quantify what they're marketing spend is going to and providing that extra value of actually getting something out of providing wifi. That's measurable.
1: Certainly. Yeah. Appreciate uh, you having me on and uh, happy to discuss further with folks that might be interested in exploring a little bit more about how we can work together.
0: Yeah. So how, uh, how best can people get in touch with you? You can contact me via email. My email
1: is, uh, Andrew dot Borella at dot Com. Hopefully we can spell it out on the website cause it's kind of long. Um, <laughs> Or you know, go to www.zenreach.com and hit a contact us form, or call our sales line, and someone will take
0: care of you. That sounds great. Well, thanks again, and I appreciate it. And I can't wait to see where Zenreach goes next. Thanks for listening to the Food Marketing Nerds podcast. For interview transcripts or to download your free social media ebook,
1: check out foodmarketingnerds.com.